Oh my god, the darth of lit up the dog before the podcast. He does have bacon face off. The audio recording is just gonna sound odd. Quack. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Silva, here with two of my very good buddies. Derek and Andrew. Guys, we are coming up on something very significant, something to be marked in the history books. A great event is upon us. What? I mean, a great event? I'm afraid what kind event. of history books we're talking about. The uh, of, of the geek book, the book of geek. Oh, oh. So shall be scribed the great event coming in I a think matter I know of what weeks. It is. In a matter of weeks. Do we know what this is? I think I know what it is. I have an idea. Comic issues, one year anniversary. That's right. That's a pretty amazing event. It's going to be ginormous. Ginormous? Ginormous. Hey, it's one of my favorite words. Yeah. It's Latin, I think. It's Latin? Something like that. <laughs> one year old, officially. 2011, Comic Issues debuts on iTunes on February 10th. And so February 10th of 2012, again, we will celebrate in uh, Comic Issues fashion. A very live performance, right? We're going to yep. have a live video podcast via Ustream, and uh, we invite everybody to, to show up, you know, I- interact. Uh, we're going we're gonna to put some topics uh, on the reserve, on the back burners, but really we want it to be a very listener-driven show. So as many people, get new people to come and listen. Yeah, bring your friends, bring your fill, family. Fill up that little internet box of video. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, we're super looking forward yeah. to, uh, to really getting to interact more than Facebook, more than Twitter. You know, just live on the spot. Yeah, chatting and, uh, with everybody, taking yeah. some questions. Yeah, and your questions locked and loaded. Anything you, you know, you, you've been wondering, want and, to ask? Uh, and you guys finally get to see those <laughs> things that are, you know, so good for radio that uh, you never get to see because they're physical, physical motion. You get to see the looks that I give Andrew when he makes bad puns. So the question is, what are you wearing? Uh, let's see. I'm probably, probably wearing some wear clothes stylish. on this podcast. I think you're going you know, to go to the low V-neck. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll wear something uh, low cut and skimpy. Little skim skim, you know, yeah. Something shows my leg off. Yeah. Maybe I'll wear a hat. <laughs> you wear the uh, bunny outfit your aunt made you on Christmas. Could, yeah, yeah. That still fits. Yeah, I bet it um, does. Yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna dress up nice. It's a party. We're gonna look good. I may shave. Oh, well. oh don't don't don't, don't shave people. off. No, trim. no, no. Trim, trim. trim. Yeah, Maintain. make it neat. Yeah, make it neat. Yeah, big the head. Yeah, you know, you got a you got a good bald head. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I've been thinking about it too. I was like, "Well, maybe I should just keep going to see what happens." I I need to shave it. <laughs> well, it's either that or you're gonna have to like floof it down and comb it over. Essentially, yeah, I, it's just that's just a no go. I get the same thing uh, when I shave um, like my full face and I don't have any like facial hair on my chin. Mm. I forget I don't like the look of my chin. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, now I remember. But you always forget. So you're like, you're like, I'm gonna do it. Is it so bad? Yeah. yeah. Well, because the thing is, I mean, you, you get that, you get that gruff, and you're like, oh man, I wonder what it's like underneath it. And then you remember, oh, that's why I grew a beard in exactly. the first place. It's, yeah. it's like going to KFC. Like yeah. every once in a while, you're like, you get daring. I haven't been to KFC in forever. I wonder what it's like. I don't remember. Then you get KFC, and you're like, 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, gross. Not not getting KFC. I'm feeling sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to take a trip to nap. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we are uh, we are having a uh, live recording. A party, on, if you uh, will. Yeah, live. Online, you see us, we can't see you still. Uh, podcast, uh, February 10th, which will be uh, Friday. Time, exact time to be announced. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know. But something special happening on that podcast. Special on top of special. More special? More special. I don't oh know if I can God. handle this. We are going to announce the winners of our upcoming one-year anniversary contest. Oh, I forgot about oh, the contest. That, how could you forget? It's so amazing. No, because I'm nervous about it. Uh, uh, we're going to be fine. It only requires you to take your shirt off. No, no. Then everyone else should be nervous. Butter. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna smother you with peanut butter. Yeah, slip drop and slide. Raisins on you. Yeah, you're gonna be ants on a log. All right. Instead of raisins, I want marshmallows. Okay, marshmallows. Slip and slide. Actually, no. Crocodile mile. <laughs> you slip, you slide, you hit the bump, you take a dive. <laughs> nice pull. Thank you. I, I'm surprised you knew that much. I'm digging it. Actually, I, we may just do this too. if we have enough peanut butter. I doubt we do. Um, this contest is going to run differently than our last contest in that you, the listeners, don't have to do anything this time. This is a contest where we simply want to show our appreciation for you listening to us, for supporting us over the year, for, you know, giving, being our inspiration mm-hmm. to, to group together, to record, to, you know, put out articles, to make the videos, all these things we enjoy doing, but we enjoy it so much more when we see that you guys enjoy it. So the contest runs for every 50 likes or follows. We're going to combine Twitter and Facebook. For every 50 likes and follows, we're going to give one lucky fan a personal commission from somebody in the Comic Issues crew. It could be Derek, Andrew, myself. Mm -hmm. It could be the Laird Darren. Mm -hmm. It could also be... Caleb. It could also be Caleb Cleveland, featured artist, as well as Leland from okay. Movie Issues. I wanted, I wanted to ask, make sure Leland was a part of it. Oh, he's like, Leland's we're, down. Yeah, we're all, I like his, we're uh, all in it. Yeah, yeah, I like he's his a very, very fun style. Uh, right now, there's only going to be three commissions, though. So we urge, spread the word of comic issues. The more people who like and follow, the more uh, commissions will be made. They're going to go up on DeviantArt. Everyone's going to get to see everything that we make. Oh, yeah. But the winners... Get handmade art from 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 the from the guys here. Yeah. So, and I know Drew is a little nervous about that. Drew's a little nervous. Drew's a, a, a kind of specialty for uh, digital media. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have to switch up and actually break yeah. out the old uh, pencils and inking. No, you'll you'll do all right though. You're still a good sketch artist. You well, just gotta no. practice, you know, actual pens and markers. Well, no, but, actually, it's kind of funny because I still do that stuff. I, it's like like the Kirby's are all yeah. hand done. Yeah. And I'm never going to move those to the... I love the Kirby. I miss them, though. Oh, well, that's not something really to be announced, but I'll just say it anyways. Uh, they're making a comeback. Uh, as of right now, uh, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Mihawk from One Piece has been finished, and Yay. it'll be going up next week, and then there's about four other ones. You want to tell them where that's going up? Uh, that's going up on my website at artofthemonkey.com, and it also will be on my DeviantArt. Nice. Uh, so deviantart.com slash headgorilla. And you can check out the piece there. Uh, the goal is to actually put... All the characters from One Piece. Well, all the 
major characters. Yeah, in there's so there's, many. <laughs> there's quite a shit ton of... And I asked Sal for a list. You remember our guest Sal? He came yeah. over. I asked him, I said, Hey, Sal, can you send me a list of some One Piece characters? And by God, did he send me a list. Yeah, I bet he did. He's a big fan of that. You oh, gotta weed through that list. Not just... He, it was so organized. He's like, well, this is this group. This is that group. And I'm like... Set um, by episode. I mean, in yeah. all fairness, in all fairness, like it is a humongous series. Oh yeah, yeah. But and I found a character that I really like too. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Kuma before. Nope. He's essentially picture the Terminator with Rock Sampson hair. So you got like the kind of curly, yeah, curly, mullet. curly bra- black hair. He's wearing like a sa- not a sailor's hat, but like a fisher's hat, like a fisherman's hat, uh-huh. uh huh, with bear ears. And he's oh, this is the bear ears. He's guy. super huge, and he just. <laughs> I know you're talking about that. Oh. Yeah, just love. Yeah, instant. <laughs> so uh, we definitely um, encourage anybody to tell your friends, tell you know, and yeah. any, everybody you know, everybody who you think might even know what a podcast is. Mm-hmm. Comic issues is you know a geek podcast, but we have non-geek listeners. That's true. We have people who just uh, like to hear us beat each other up verbally, and that we do often. We a lot. Every podcast. I usually cry after every podcast. We like have that. a good cry together at the end of every podcast. Well, I have my private cry, you know, in the shower. Well, yeah. As I try to wash the dirty off me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel dirty. Um, Shame. But uh, just to mention, uh, coming off the renders, the monthly render is also returning. Oh, yes. And with a vengeance. We have, for the month of February... Return of the renders? Return of the renders? <laughs> that would <laughs> strike back? There, that would work better if Actually, it wasn't... A New Hope. I think that's... Because they are very awesome. I think the Render Menace. The Render Menace. Or the Phantom Render. The Phantom that's Render. It. Oh, man. All right, well, if you don't get it Any yet. one of these titles may be in the... You know, may, may be what you end up with. Uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, the Renders are coming back next month. February is the um, theatrical release of Phantom Menace in, in 3D, 3D. Which, you know, if you're in for that kind of thing. But, but we are going to cover that event, are we? Uh, yeah, we uh, we're, we're finding out some some midnight launches that uh, look interesting. We're gonna oh, make man. some videos. Exactly, looks like a good time. Uh, but <laughs> all of us uh, at uh, Comic Issues, we picked our one of our favorite Star Wars characters, and uh, we've already got all the renders in. We're gonna be it's gonna be coming out the first month of February instead of last time uh, they'd show up more towards the end. But still, we encourage every artist and everybody who. Just wants to participate? Uh, go ahead and send all your submissions to us, and we will add them along on the Deviant site, on the Deviant Art uh, Group, Comic uh, Comic Issues Crew. And uh, a little different this year for the renders. Instead of having them kind of buried where they were before, uh, they're actually going to be a post, and uh, the post will contain a little bit of insight onto you know what the artist directions were, along with a really detailed, extensive photo gallery of everybody's art piece mm-hmm. uh, and its full resolution instead of crammed all together in one big thing. Yep, we're, we're, we're doing it big this time around. Yeah, we're going big. It's going to be awesome. And we're inviting you guys to also be featured on this as well. So if you send us the artwork, you too will be on the photo gallery for this uh, this month's render. It's actually my most, the one I'm looking forward to the most. I, I like the idea of having tons it of was, people bring it, in there. It, the renders were missed um, by by some fans, they they asked where where it went, when it when is it coming back? So we're glad to bring it back. Um, like I said, we've we've seen everybody's. It's some super work. Uh, I'm super proud. Oh yeah, the, the, all I've seen is Darren's, and it's fantastic. <clears throat> oh Darren's, yeah, like uh, he he showed his, and I was like, 
It's nice to see Darren is uh, back Looks like on everyone else has got to step up the game again. Oh, yeah, because it was, it was the first thing. It was like when Leland started. Leland just blows us Leland out of the water. Leland stepped up the game. Now Darren's stepping up the game. We're, yeah, it's we're, on. We're going to come... It's uh, on like fucking Donkey Kong, man. That's an analogy. Yeah. I don't compete. I just try and keep up. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up, too. So uh, as far as uh, what's been going on in the general geek world, um, just this past week... DC has revealed their new logo beginning in March. Uh, now we've all seen this. <laughs> we've all seen this logo. A deep right? sigh. Breathe in. Yeah. Breathe out. Take a little breath here. Okay. Now we did have a long uh, string on Facebook uh, where we were talking about it, uh, but just for anyone who didn't see that, uh, I was fairly vocal saying that. You know what? It's a neat design. It's very clever when you look at it. There's a lot going on. But to me, it doesn't have the heart of a comic book. Mm-hmm. To me, comic books still, uh, they're, they, they, they feel like they have the weight of their history on those pages. To me, it's the, the, especially when it comes to like the DC logo and the Marvel logo that have been around for so long, they've always done um, maybe uh, recreations or... Just uh, refreshers for the logo, but they've never strayed very far from its original look. The new DC logo completely wipes away the old look and gives it this new, very modern, very digital uh, kind of look. And I feel like I feel like it's just brushed aside, much like how people feel about the, 50, the new Fifty Two. It's just kind of brushed aside its its history, and now it's going into what just seems like more of a fully digital format. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it makes sense in the sense that that's what that's what they are doing. You know, they're really focusing on the digital, you know, their digital release and whatnot. Um I think it's clever, but it looks, I mean, it, I think there was a focus on it looking like an app icon. Mhm. Like, I mean, it, it looks less like a logo. And I guess you could say that an app icon could stand as a logo, but... It's often what they do. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, but I, I do think you're right. It's not it's not iconic, mm. you know? Then the question is, is it going to become iconic after a while? Because, like, like, we had... Uh, this is, a, like, some logo history here. I mean, mm-hmm. when the Wii was announced, good yeah. lord, was yeah. I just like, what the Terrible. fuck? Yeah. The Wii... But after now, it's been kind of, like, drilled into my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't deny that it was a clever concept. Yeah. I do think you're, I mean, you're going in the right direction. Because, I mean, the one thing I li- I do like about the logo is it has the page turn mm-hmm. on it, which is it's homage. Clever. Yeah. It's it's homage to yeah. clever what comics come from. I think clever is the word for that. Yeah. The downside to it, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I find the D to be almost gone half what? the time. I don't see the yeah, D. Actually, I my eye will lose the shape of the D often. Interesting, because I, I 100% got it. Maybe it's just because there's a D in my name. Wait, your name starts with a D, too. No, no his name technically Andrew. starts with a D. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. But, but you know, like, like I, I looked at it a couple of times, and while I did, I got it. Like, yeah. I got it right away, understood it. But after I looked at the logo for a while, I was like, to me, it and this, this is what I felt, was it almost screams Cartoon Network. Like, the big C kind of thing really, to me, doesn't scream... You know, DC mm-hmm. Comics. It's the kind of yeah. if they didn't have the text there to to tell me what it is, like they have the text below the logo. Mm-hmm. At times, I'd probably be a little bit confused. I mean, honestly, I mean, with a with a with a logo that's changed this much, they're going to have text underneath it. Now, eventually, I expect the text to go away. 
That that mm. could be. I do. I mean, it's just because I mean, this is. I think this is a logo for new listeners. Yeah, you know, absolutely. A younger audience that you know, a digital audience. You know what? I really think you nailed it. It looks like an app icon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I, I never thought of it that way, but now I completely see it on on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know, your your DC comic app. Bam! Like that. That's kind of perfect for what it's for. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. So. And, and I understand, and I'm not trying to necessarily fight the transition into digital comics. I know it's going to happen. I know it's in, it's inevitable. But just the, the nostalgia, I just kind of, I just want to keep as much uh, of the feeling of old comic books and, you know, the feeling I had when I was a kid picking up, you know, books. And, you know, I just want to keep it as long as I can. I feel that this really just see attaches I, I, me. I agree with what you're saying, but there's one thing that really it does kind of scream out of the comic industry. I mean, the comic book industry has been kind of gradually kind of declining. declining yeah. yeah. And there's a reason for that. It's time to rebirth. It's time to... It, it is true. I agree. And I, I'll tell you what, like, I didn't really care for the logo as much until I saw it on a book. I and I, I mean, looking at what you're showing me now, I agree. The other thing is, I saw when I saw the logo, I saw it as a series with each one uh, yeah, pertaining that's actually, to a character. That's the that's a I really like neat, that. It's a super neat thing that they're doing uh, to the logo. Is the logo will be customized per book that it's on. Flash has his own um, color scheme. Green mm-hmm. Lantern. Uh, there's a Watchmen logo, which is yeah. interesting because they're talking about a Watchmen. Prequel oh, right now, God, just which wow, yeah, I mean that that, that yeah. could very well yeah. end up to be I'm a topic later judgment. down. I mean, I'm going to reserve judgment because you never know. Yeah, but um, that is a very neat, uh, very slick thing that the it looks like they're going to be doing. Yeah, and uh, I mean honestly, like if anything, like that's a big bonus to this logo. Um, is you know the the ability to change that because I mean with the other logos. I mean, it was it was so much of a you know, a solid stamp. Yeah, looking it, just the it, way it was. It's a staple. Yeah, so um, I do like the fact that they're going they're trying to be interactive with this logo, and take advantage of the technology because that's the whole point of doing something like yeah. this. Yeah, um, and it it definitely looks like something that can be animated that can kind of be worked around. Yeah, the the D can peel back as it looks. The C behind it can glow for Green Lantern. Can spark with energy for Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's like I said. I can't. I can't argue. It's a super clever. Yeah, it's neat it's logo. smart. It, it does its job. Um, Barry on Facebook actually, he put a comment on there. He uh, a lot of comments on. There. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, this is one of our posts that got a lot of comments. His his first comment, uh, where he essentially analyzed it. He's a graphic designer for a uh, for a large um, pack uh, toy company essentially, but uh, he he had a very fair graphic design analysis of it. Okay, so Barry says, I like this logo. It's a super prog- uh, super progressive, uh, very modern and current for our times. Now, which is the big deal for DC since they're trying to move into a new direction, which is something we've all said here. Yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. all agree there. The, the, totally. They're going for a new direction. Um, I get the dual icon thing with the D peeling over and inviting you to read. It also looks like the C is putting on and suiting up a D costume. Yeah. So, I mean, and that, that actually, when I'm thinking about that now, because DC is Detective Comics, mm-hmm. so suiting up to become a detective, kind of... Yeah. Well, more, more or less, um, the, the peeling of the D, like you're opening a book. Mm-hmm. The, the hero um, costume underneath, like when Superman pulls his shirt open and there's the S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, these are all... This, this logo is super well thought out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no one can deny that. Okay, uh, let's see... 
Uh, looks like this logo is geared towards a heavy animated media format. And already seeing the applications for animated logos with character tie-ins. The green one is for the Beast Boy, right? Ha 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 ha. No, it'd be Green Lantern. <laughs> it could be Beast Boy. Maybe it's green and then grows some fur. Yeah. Then turns into scales. Scales. Then and... turns into feathers. <laughs> then back to fur. That's kind of neat, actually. Yeah, you like that? I kind of do like that. Okay. Um, other people uh, on the Facebook, uh, Stephen Henry, he said he liked it. It kind of reminds me of the Marvel character icons for their logo. Yeah. When Marvel uh, made really kind of character-specific um, logos up in the top left of the books, you'd see uh, oh, either right. you... all, uh, all the heads for that team. Mm-hmm. Um, they had sometimes that were color-coordinated. Well, that's kind of the album art inspiration, to be honest. Yeah. Our, our album yeah, art always originally. Us, yeah. Just to kind of put us all small, because I always like that with uh, DC. Yeah. Uh, Roy Jackson says, eh. I think it's kind of lame. Why change yeah. a good thing? It's true. I mean, but like that's to me. I can. I realize that's the little kid in me. That's the little exactly. comic loving child who doesn't want things to change. That's that's how that kid feels. So, and, and the thing Roy is, agrees is, with that. Well, I mean, Roy's in our demographic too, and they have us. They know they have us. They're that's true. Changing. That's true. To get a younger demographic, so... Yeah, I think I the mean, Wii analogy, then, is pretty good, because Nintendo's kind of forgotten about its hardcore gamers. and Yeah, it really yeah. has. And gone more towards, you know, the mom and pops. But, I mean, that that has it's, a... It's worked financially for them, but yep. critically, they've taken some hits. I mean, I mean, personally, in my opinion, like, Nintendo has been dom- always been dominantly a family-oriented... Um, they started the whole thing, really. Yeah. I mean... Atari and, and everybody before them, uh, yes, but Nintendo really kind of kicked it into a new market. Well, I mean, the original you know computer system, the NES, was actually the Famicom, which meant family computer. Yeah, yeah. so that doesn't sell it. I don't know what would. Uh, Raz Holly says, very current for about five minutes. They already changed it once. Why change the logo every few years? It stinks. Yeah. Well, um, last time it was changed was quite a while ago, though. It was 2005, so six years ago. Technically six. Technically, we're just starting 2007. Yeah. But we I actually give them just got a new one too. We have the new 52. Yeah, but that's DC. not that's not a DC logo. That's uh, like an event logo. It's like promotion. Yeah, yeah it's a promotional logo. Um, the the last DC logo, uh, I'm pretty sure debuted with Batman Begins. Sounds right. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I haven't looked they, they, it up. They came out the same year, and I'm I feel fairly confident that the the movie was a tie-in for the new logo coming well, out. Well, I would, I would assume so yeah. with that awesome movie that we got. <laughs> so, and the thing is, I mean, also, you have to understand that, I mean, D- DC, you know, yeah, they may have done, you know, they may have had a new logo six years ago, but there's a reason why they're doing this new 52. They are hurting financially. No, it's true, it's true. Ago. The comic book industry is yeah. suffering. So, I mean, to make all these changes, it only makes sense to rebrand as well. Really, yeah. DC's the one with the balls to make oh, that yeah. move. Everyone else has tried, you know, little things to try and get more listeners. Yeah. Marvel did the point one, which mm-hmm. is a very hit or miss um, kind of uh, attempt. Uh, I mean, so we have to do something in the comic industry, and not us, but necessarily yeah. the companies. They have to do something stay alive to really just get more people. And I'm actually really wondering, like, how this is going to play. I know we got the DC Nation going to come out on Cartoon Network, so I think this plays very heavily into that. They have a whole block on Cartoon Network of, of DC Animation. What they need to do is, at the end of every episode, have some kind of obvious um, mention that, hey, want more stories of Young Justice, of Batman, of mm-hmm. Green Lantern? Go to your local comic shop. Yeah, exactly. You know, or at least like, hey, we have an app for this. Yeah, there's an app for Yeah, that. there's an app for comic <laughs> books now. Uh, I've never really seen it. It's always, you know, property of Warner Brothers or, or this and that. Okay, I want to see this app commercial. 
but instead of like a real finger, I want like a cartoon character's like finger, like blue or something yeah. from Imaginary Friends. Like, do 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 do. I like chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good pull. Uh, Raymond Kemp said, "Meh, I like older ones better." Or I like the older ones better. He wrote in proper yeah. English. <laughs> I like you older have a ones better. I, what yeah, are we well. talking about exactly? And then Barry and Anthony kind of go on. Yeah, Barry, yeah. Um, Barry and myself, uh, we went back and forth discussing it uh, because yeah. we like interacting. I, I was going to add in at some point when I was like, you know what? I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to fuel this fire. It wasn't a fire. It was more or less just. No, uh, but I, I, him thought, and I, I thought that if I if I added to it, it would just make it longer. Yeah, <laughs> just go that much more. DC is doing their best to innovate the brand to uh, be, it, become more attractive to It didn't need to, to happen. I mean, to be it's, honest, it's like, true. I it love true. the old DC logo. Actually, I like the old DC logo a lot. A lot, yeah. But yeah. you know what? It's time to really rebrand. It's time to actually, you know what I almost want to say? Is make parents forget about old comic books, like the old kind of back history of like comic books being bad and shit, mm-hmm. and kind of bring it to a new yeah. thing. Comics where... have grown up, and they're for everyone. So Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And give it a nice, fresh coat of paint and, yeah, exactly. and roll with it. So, I mean, and honestly, I mean, just, I, I, I mean, I'm actually really, uh, d- despite my reservations, I'm really impressed with it. Yeah, I the, really the only other comment I had is it looked like the smart covers to the I, uh, iPad, you know, those little covers they have, the multicolored ones. <laughs> that's, that's... I, I, I don't have them. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, actually, uh, the next thing we want to talk about was Apple and their announcement of the iBooks author. Yeah, that yeah. is something fierce. That this... is... Uh, it's it's a big move, um, and actually, when you described it to me, when you laid it out to me, like my brain started just working and spinning. No, what, what were you thinking? I'm curious. Like, well, where, where where did you go with this, uh, Andrew? Go ahead and explain it because you know it better than okay. So so the I, okay. So essentially, what has happened, the, you know, this past week is that Apple, you know, has made a huge huge announcement, mm-hmm. and for education is what kind of the goal was in the event. yeah. It's where they're steering it. Yeah. So the first thing was is that textbooks, you know, like what we grew up with, in, you know, yeah, the vi- giant five pound. Yeah, they're now going to be available on the iBook Store on the iPad. And what's really neat about that is that the books are actually supposedly going to be kept up to date. Interactive, too. Interactive, and that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. I actually downloaded one of the textbooks, and when I first turned it on, fucking movie played. And I'm like, oh, I want to learn. And I was like, what am I learning about? Biology. I'm in! You know, <laughs> just like, you know, as a kid, I can't imagine what that would be like to have something... I mean, we had slideshows from the 70s. Yeah, you know, turn the page. Yeah. Boop, boop. You know, that kind of shit, and we even had, we had Beekman's World. I mean, that's kind of cool, but, I mean, shit like that where you can actually, you know, tap. Yeah, and... yeah no, um, I, I totally agree. Uh, an interactive book with uh, sound and video and all that is super hip, super uh, current. I mean, essentially where we are now, this is an obvious move. Yeah, very Star um, Trek. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that too. Now, of course, not everyone can afford this. This is something that's kind of for the upper class well, of, sort of, uh, of students and Because it's not totally upper class, because one of the things that Apple's been doing is been trying to give to schools. Give you know, them iPads? Yeah, that's been a big Super hot. A super, big thing. super hot. Well, the thing is this. I mean, depending on how you want to approach it um, financially, you can imagine this. Okay, your, your child goes to a high school. Mm-hmm. They are given an iPad. Okay, uh, hold on. Okay, no, go ahead and finish, go ahead and finish. All right, so they're given an iPad, okay? The school no longer needs to house or purchase books. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that's gone, all that space. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine how much, just alone, imagine how much space that is. 
maybe uh, open another classroom so exactly. our classrooms aren't so full. You can you can open more classrooms. You can you know, in so much opens up to it. Probably now, save money on this, on textbooks too. So you yeah, you don't have to worry teachers. about kids not having pens anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, but the thing is, this though is the the. the the opposite side of the coin is, I mean, kids are not responsible. They're kids. No, yeah. They're... So to give them something like an iPad is kind of... Now, see, um, now I work uh, for the school system in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the classrooms, they do have laptops for the children. Yeah. These laptops do not leave the classroom. And I think that's the way to do it. Each classroom has 25 iPads. So you have And like at the end of class, cabinet. 25... Yeah, yeah, you a lockbox where go. They, they go in. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I wouldn't give the kids iPads to just go back and forth. No, no. So the classroom has but iPads. Not unless, you, unless you carpet the entire school, no. You keep those because so. I, I well, don't want to... let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. I like then. how like, your fear is them dropping and not someone walking away with them. Yeah, that's, well, that, would, that would be more likely. Well, let me ask you this then. Like, I mean, how would they take their books home? Well, they just have a file to take to their computer. Well, that's home. that's part of the iBooks thing is that it does sync. So, I mean, essentially, what they could essentially do, and this is the price tag for the textbooks are fourteen ninety five. Oh wow! So you could totally any just... textbook. Yeah, yeah. The... Are you kidding me? Yeah, a textbook is fourteen ninety five. Even college rule textbooks. Oh my god, that is insane! That's what they're saying the price wow. tag is going to be. I mean, I'm sure there'll probably be ones that are yeah. a little bit. It'll probably be flux. Yeah, yeah. But so, say you get fourteen ninety five. I mean, what what you essentially can do because I've already played with this on mine is when I loaded up my thing, they're like, "Do you want our iBooks? Do you want it to sync?" I'm mm-hmm. like, well, "Why?" And they're like, "Well, essentially, all your notes and shit that you take in that book yeah. will sync to the cloud. You have an account, yeah, and it will yeah. sync back to your computer. So essentially, you could do all your you know note taking. Yeah. Your studying is done. Yeah, and it yeah. goes okay. right up to the cloud and goes right back to your home that's, computer or whatever. I mean, that's that's really amazing. I mean, I mean, I was really impressed with with this concept from from what I read from a scholastic and academic point of view. Yeah. Outside of it, I got nervous. All right. Yeah, tell tell them what got me hot. Okay, so this is what we, we got the other piece of it. They have the iBooks author, which yeah. is a program and this was the big thing. I remember I was watching the live, you know, broadcast that they're doing and uh, not live broadcast, but they're essentially live blogging. Yeah. And they're like the dudes are like give so much this is going to cost. And then one guy's like 9.99. He's like fuck that, you know, 29.99. And then they announced it, and they're like, it's free. Yeah. But, there is a but. because yeah, there's, there's a huge but. There's it's a enormous. But. Well, but Kindle does the same thing. And that's, this is the whole problem is that you're tied to the iTunes store. Yes. Essentially, if you release a book, and using this application, that's free, you can only release the book. Okay, but there's a but to that as well. <laughs> if it's, if you actually charge people money for that book, then yes, you're locked into the iTunes store. So if you release well, something for well, free... Well, the way it's said is... Hold on. Well, let, let me real quick, because you guys kind of glossed over what exactly this is doing. It's a, it's a uh, the iBook author where essentially you can upload your own PDF file. Yeah, you create your own, and design your own book. Yes. Yeah. So you either... You can write your own book from home, put it up on iTunes for sale... My brain started thinking you can make your own comic book. Oh, yeah. Put it up on iTunes for sale. One of the largest internet markets in the world, yeah. iTunes. You have and access to it. your work is there. You yeah, don't need a publisher. What, if you do that, mm-hmm. you can only sell it. The way they're set up, you are only allowed to sell it through iTunes. You cannot sure. take it to another distributor. Which is true. Which is and true. And they get a portion of those fonts. And they Which are is common for iTunes. Yeah, I mean, they are famous for huge cu- cu- cuts, though. I mean, like, no. what is their app thing? Like 30%? That's that's pretty nothing, to be honest. 
Because here's the thing, because you have people that, like, the music industry was, like, the, the example everyone uses. When they sign in a contract, album sales, I mean, they get maybe, like, 10%. Yeah. So if you do it by yourself, you're getting 70% of, you know, what you're selling. Because yeah. I mean, essentially you, you pass all the middlemen. I mean, this is essentially the same thing as when you could so easily make music in GarageBand and put it into iTunes. Yeah, but This is the what? same thing, but now for print. Yeah, but you can only, do, you can only distribute in That's iTunes. That's true. That's true. And anything you create in the software. Yeah. In the software. I mean, they, they're giving rights. They're 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 holding rights to stuff that you create in software. You're signing That's an like exclusive co- contract with iTunes. You're not though. It's just added into your license agreement. But here's I mean, imagine yeah. being charged for using Photoshop. Imagine being charged for using GarageBand. But you are charged for the, yeah, see. That's you, the difference because with with because there was that argument. I read a bunch of blogs on this, uh-huh. and one of the guys was saying, "Okay, so would you rather have the iBookstore cost? I mean, how much does it cost for Photoshop? Like a thousand bucks? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. you know seven ninety nine. Yeah, you know for you know the iBook author, or would you rather have it for free and just be tied to the iTunes store? And the the difference too is this is kind of what they were working at was how to kind of cheat the system. And what they were saying is, well, make the same book, but just don't have the same features. Like, you don't put the movies and shit inside your book that's on the iTunes store, but you just well, release see, it. To me, like, that's that's when it gets, because I mean, a lot of Mac users do this, where, you know, since Mac is so proprietary, yes. you know, they do, their, they do their Mac stuff in that world, and then they change everything, or they, you know, they'll, I don't know what you call it, you, where you, like, break their software somehow, so it'll work. Open up. Oh, uh, I'm not even talking about jailbreaking. I'm just saying, okay, so like we make a comic book, right? Yeah. We make a comic book that's on the iPad or whatever, the iBook store. But, you know, maybe the other version that you made is a little bit different. Like you don't have all the same features that that one would. Say like you have sound or something in your... You can you could probably find the, the limits of it, uh, re-release it, um, just... slightly different, an exclusive iTunes version. But also, people are going to find a way to get around this because... Uh, you know, independent or even, you know, just companies who are putting products through this program, they're going to want to sell it on multiple markets. So they'll find a way to get around it. Just, and the thing I mean, just is, like with music. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, is right now, I mean, it's it's this very same thing for the Amazon store. Like Amazon Kindle, their little Kindle app, they have the same exact type of thing that's going on with their thing. And everyone's like, come on, guys, you know, let's, let's, let's find a nice medium to where we can... You know, take it and go somewhere else. Because actually, in the contract for the Apple thing, they did say that you can talk to Apple and they can like give you permission to go sell it elsewhere. So really? there, there is ways of doing okay. it. You yeah. do have to jump through hoops. It's not saying that. It's I was like, going to say, I was it's, like, it's, that's not what I read at all. Well, I, I've been reading like uh, just a huge because I, I was like, oh my god, the coolest thing since sliced bread. Because and then he, I read on, and I'm like, oh fuck. You're he, my, my thought process is this: like, what if you end up getting a book that ends up being like another Harry Potter hit? I don't care about that thousand dollars that Photoshop would have cost. I would rather pay that. Well, you can talk to Apple and see if they release you. I mean, true, true. But essentially, you don't know if you've got a Harry Potter until so, it's out there. Exactly. So, what do you do as an independent writer? Do you spend a thousand dollars to buy that program, or like, all right, well, I'll take the risk. Well, here's the sacrifice thirty percent and put it out there. Here's the thing. Okay, so say, dare say you have Harry Potter. You're J.K. Rawlings. You release number one on the iTunes store. It fucking blows the fuck up. You're not obligated to write Harry Potter 2 on the iBook store. You just also may... True. You could just be like, you know, Apple's like, well, we don't want you selling it. Well, I guess I won't release number two on your store. No. I'll go release it on Kindle. They don't, 
they don't own the character rights. No, or they just like that. they only have an exclusive contract that you can only sell through them. So, which apparently is something that you can possibly work with them about. Yeah, you know, because the, the way I was thinking about working around it, because I've been trying to brainstorm this, was releasing chapters to where you release a certain amount of chapters for free to get everyone, you know, yeah. taste buds wet or whatever, and then switch over to something else. Or even launching it for free, because that was their other option. If you release something for free, so you release the first three chapters for free, and then you see what you know what yeah. the kind of feedback is, and then go from there. I think it kind of opens it up for independence. So, you, your idea is to use it as a platform to kind of gauge. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, okay. you, yeah absolutely. Um, just like the podcast here is completely free. Oh, yeah. So iTunes gets nothing from us. We put nothing in except our love. And dedication. And dedication. <laughs> um, but essentially, like, if we chose to use the podcast as the free sample, and then we sell something else, even from our own from our own site, yeah, uh, any kind of merchandise or anything, you know, we want to come up with. Yeah, because, I mean, you can always have that one thing out for free. Because a lot of people, what they're doing with the podcast in particular is they'll do the free thing because that's where a lot of people get their podcasts from. Mm -hmm. And then they sell a podcast on uh, Bandcamp, I think it's called, which is like an uh, alternative to the iTunes store. Mm -hmm. And that's where they make their money from. Hmm. So there's there's ways around it. I mean, it's certainly not... You know, like, I think it's a great concept for now. I think it could change and make it better. It's open. It's definitely opening a door, essentially. The same thing that, like I said, when GarageBand made it easy to put, to put music, yeah, uh, even for YouTube, it made it easy to put things out. Um, I mean, with GarageBand, you could put it on iTunes and make money. You yeah, could start yeah. making money for things you were doing by yourself at home. You didn't need a distributor. You didn't need a Manager. producer. Yeah. You didn't need any of that. It's completely independent. And that's, that's one of the things that I just, I'm so in love with the internet. Because it affords you so many possibilities to do so much by yourself. Mm -hmm. And now I believe that this is the door that opens that allows um, writers and print to move into that world that music is now in. I mean, you can look at uh, too, because the other thing they're doing as well uh, with the iTunes is they have uh, the newsstand, which is supposed to move the magazines to digital. And a lot of people have been saying that their their mag magazine subscriptions are going up now that they have the digital. Yeah, a lot a lot of magazine um, a lot of magazine. Proprietors, I don't. Words not come to me. Companies, companies. Yes, I guess. Okay, Magani yes. magazine companies. Yes, um, have been have been w waiting for the right platform to launch on digitally. Yeah, I, I think this right here is it's it's what I what I played with because I downloaded the app. I, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, you have your basic kind of word type of thing where you can do all the you know the text moving and shit. You have it can export as PDF, but then you can also embed movies. You can embed you know HTML and JavaScript. Yeah. It's just it's a really really powerful platform and for free. Yeah, that, I love I love to see like web comics get into it. You start subscribing to web comics. Oh, it'd be brilliant. Mm. Oh yeah, and let's let's go a little bit deeper because one of the things I glossed over in the biggest you know pieces to this um, iBooks too that they have for the textbooks, you can go glossary. Yeah, the glossary was awesome because it's actually a full fledged glossary, and you see the word potato. Instead of having to turn to seven hundred or whatever, you click potato and it takes you to the potato section. Yeah. That's fucking phenomenal. You can search for potato if you wanted to find potato, and the last thing is you can actually highlight things and take notes. And that all syncs with your... Oh, that goes with the study thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's all within the book, though. It's not like that's, you have I to mean, go to... That's, that's awesome. I yeah. mean... Yeah. It made me go, fuck, I wish I was a kid because my <laughs> education level would probably be like... You know, because we were just on the Apple IIEs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Typing and shit. Ah, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail, Number <laughs> Munchers, <laughs> Odell <laughs> Lake. 
Uh, How many pounds of meat did you sh- just shoot? Uh, so oh much God, that, that I couldn't carry it. I know, you yeah. could never carry it. You're like, how am I carrying I all systemat- that? I systematically eradicated the entire buffalo species. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, are you Genocide. happy now? The buffalo are dead. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Like, right, well, now what can I hunt? <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, there's that rascally there's, squirrel. There's still deer, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were the easiest to shoot. They're like, and you're like, boom, dead. I'm like, oh, okay. I... Never wanted to pay for a ferry. Oh, never. No, I'm no. such a... Ch- uh, you boarded? I'm such a tight ass. Like, all right, how deep is the, is the river? We can do it. Yeah, we could. And then I'm, I drown all my oxygen. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Your, your daughter died of dysentery. Yeah. Oh, That's God. it. You're like, not again. How many daughters daughter. do I have to go through? Yeah. Well, that was funny, too, because when you first started the game up, you're like, well, do you want to buy clothes? You're like, no, I want to buy bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Food, I won't need it because I got bullets to kill things. <laughs> you know, just cut open a, a buffalo, Low slide yeah. into it, crawl inside. I thought they smelled the worse on the outside. <laughs> That's how I spend my nights. Yeah, wrapped inside buffalo, buffalo. entrails. Oh man, oh uh, uh, fuck <sighs> Good old Oregon Trail. Um, lastly, uh, something uh, that's uh, been going on. Uh, TV-wise, is the CW. Looks like they're trying to replace that gaping hole that Smallville left. Is it really gaping? <laughs> you know what? The it show ran went, for quite a while. for 10 years. I know, but... that's. I mean, despite of what you may think, 10 years is huge for TV. I'll just say this. For Smallville, while it did run for 10 years, I think I own a total of three episodes. Oh, the thing, the, the thing is this. I mean, it's like, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the show when it was out. I know a lot of people that watch the show. Yeah, though. I did. So, Actually, I knew a lot of people that weren't comic book fans that were totally into it. I know. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that and interesting? It's just like, oh my God, that's phenomenal, isn't it? I'm like, you know, I'm like, yes, because you haven't read a comic and book. And all the more reasons at the end of all these shows, be like, oh, want to see more stories? Yeah, you're right. Go to your local comic shop. We have an app for this. Yeah. All the more reason. Uh, but uh, CW has ordered a pilot of, of a Green Arrow TV show. I'm so proud. You said it right. I'm so happy. You guys. Yes, I have messed this up a couple of times. I have a tendency to say Green Lantern. Because he's the better character anyways. I love Ollie. I think Ollie's a really fun character. I I like Ollie when he has certain facial hair. Yeah, and I hope... I don't know. Can, can they pull... That's special effects they need. The special effects (laughs) budget. facial Facial hair. Um, now, this may not be a direct uh, pull from Smallville, as um, the previous Green Arrow, Justin Hartley, uh, is uh, not attached to this project. And I actually like the guy. He wasn't a he bad was, Green Arrow. He was cool. He was kind of, you know, charismatic and kind of had an Ollie feel to him. Yeah. I, I would not be upset if he was there. But, on the other hand, I can see if you just kind of want to start fresh, you don't want to have any yeah. of the... No yeah. ties to no yeah, ties yeah, Stigma Smallville from, from Smallville. So you start. You start over. Couldn't be worse than the cape. <laughs> Onwards. Uh, could, I like could, the cape. I, I don't know. No, I, I did it. too, but it, it got canceled real fast. I know. I was so sad. It's it's surprising what kind of sticks and what doesn't when it comes to well, like, a superhero genre show. What really like shocked me was how fast the cape made its way to Netflix instant. Yeah, that's that was it surprising. Was, like I was like, oh, cape got canceled. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I only watched episode one. Now, one thing that's going to uh, scare people Uh-oh. is uh, some of the producers and writers from the Green Lantern movie are attached to this pilot. Oh, oh. no. It's true. They're like, we're not going to read the secret origin. That would work too well. Yeah. Um, producers scare me. Writers, I like. I like when writers are involved. Producers, I'm not a fan of them. 
Um, but uh, there's also um, a dude by the name of Andrew Kresberg. Yeah, I like his first name. He's uh, he's another producer from Green Lantern, but he's also written the book itself. Okay. So hopefully he's you know he's got a better tie into the character and everything. Maybe he actually understands this character. Yeah, I mean, really, if they if they took uh, the Smallville layout and just kind of freshened it up and went with that. I could, I okay. could do that. Okay, so for if they went with the Smallville format, that means the Green Arrow will not pick up an arrow for about, what, three seasons? Like, we're all waiting for him to shoot an arrow. Like, he shoots other things that are sort of arrow-like, but never quite gets them. Pencils. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, um, you know, a young character, as opposed to Ollie's always been, you know, generally uh, older than new heroes. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to figure out who, what age anybody is. But he wasn't a young hero. Ollie was, I don't know, 30s older or dude. something. I don't he know. was mature. You, yeah, he was a mature, more mature. Well, with a beard like that, you kind of have to be. Yeah. Uh, you had a beard like that when you are like five? <laughs> I wish. When I was nine. I wish. No, yeah, I believe Derek. I could I could get into the show. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a show that uh, you, you can't do the gritty reboot. No. Ali no. is not a gritty reboot character. You need to go it's lighthearted, fun. Yeah. fun. You need a very charismatic character playing Oliver Queen. So here's the question. Are they going to do, uh, are they going to bring this out for Queen. the political se- season? Do you think that, because that'd probably be the right around the time where he'd be um, right uh, before the election. It, it, it depends. I mean, do you want, I mean, that really could turn people off if I don't want it, Green but Arrow I can see has... that because well, he does, he's kind of a political. Well, you know what, if he, well, you say political, but maybe class? Because he was more class than politics. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was about a class struggle, not, you know, red or blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he went with that, I think a lot of people actually, the 99%, I think they'd be down for that. Well, they're, they're not protesting, right? <laughs> is that still going on? Is that I, still I don't know. Thing? They're probably occupying think, something. No, they're still occupying places? I think it is. I think Occupy is still going on. Wow. Wow. I... I, I it's a appreciate big deal. no yeah well <laughs> I appreciate the movement you know the sentiment like, I, I get it the yes the people the execution yeah the execution seems to be very rough in places we had a occupy in San Diego and a lot of people just kind of took it as an excuse to just kind of loaf around be belligerent and, and they, they the got into trouble yeah well, well I mean yeah I mean any, anyone that's not who's protesting that really doesn't know what's going on yeah is gonna cause problems we had some radio shows go down there and interview people and there's a bunch of people who had no idea exactly what they were doing yeah exactly and, and, that's, I mean, and that's half of a fault of the of the Occupy movement is it's not that clear. So many people have taken different angles. Well, you search think, the internet, you've got a you you've got a hodgepodge of shit going on. Well, I was gonna say is I mean I think I think one of the problems is, is that people are only half studying. Oh yeah, yeah. you know I mean it, it's it's well I think they think the, the the emotion is right. The emotion is that we're frustrated and we're upset. Yes, I mean, we just we're just not directing it properly. Yeah, we're not constructively. Yeah, constructively. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, but, uh, but uh, yeah, um, if. If uh, Oliver Queen took, like, the class struggle, mm-hmm. if you want to go with, like, a real kind of giving him a cause, which is true to the old Oliver yeah, yeah. Queen. That's the, the, very yeah, much his character. The old Green Lantern. I mean, honestly, he was, a superhero should have a cause. Well, Something that motivates them to do what they do. Yeah, I mean, typically it's just fight evil, stop crime. Well, avenging parents, you know, I had all the power, yeah, but couldn't stop this. my planet blew up, I don't know who I am, whatever. Uh, great power, great responsibility. Something like that. Some bullshit. They talk to animals. <laughs> <laughs> Mati had the power of heart. Bloop, 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 bloop. Um, but uh, no, I think I think that could be a, a good angle. 
Yeah. Um, the the other shows though that they got planned. I mean, we got the younger audience one, the Blue Beetle. There's yeah. Uh, there's a handful of others. Um, there's a, I think the ordered Sci-Fi Channel ordered a Booster Gold. Yeah, pilot. we got the Booster Gold. I know DC Nation in their little preview, the mm-hmm. five, it was like five seconds. There was one clip of like Jaime like ah, I'm Blue Beetle and I'm like oh my gosh Blue Beetle. Is that was that a live action? Live action. That could be very cool. Yeah, mm. that it seemed very Power Rangery. Is kind of how I would. Oh no. But that's yeah. kind of the Blue Beetle. Unfortunately, I mean you have superpowers. He's got a, He's got that suit. Yeah. yeah. He's a normal kid, and when he morphs, I, I don't know, he turns into the Blue Beetle. I mean, Does he spin around really fast? Yeah. <laughs> and he strikes a pose. Yeah. I'll stop you. I am the Blue Beetle, huh? I think uh, Blue Beetle, though, would be a really good character for um, young kids. Audience. Yeah, uh, definitely the young audience, but essentially people, uh, demographics who aren't typically into comic books. I mean, fact is, comic books, generally the demographic is... White males between, uh, I think it's like 14 to 20, something like very early 20s. Um, and that's that's what it is. Blue Beetle is a, um, I think he's Mexican. Yeah, so we'll say Hispanic. From Hispanic. Sorry, from, PC, PC terms. Eh, I thought I was all right. Well, you're Portuguese. It's okay for you. Shut your face. <laughs> the census um, actually had um, a weird, like, Latino optional... Oh, is it Latino American? Is that the official? Well, it was. It was like, how would you, it Latino? It was. Or it was either Latino or Hispanic. It wasn't part of like the non-American. Races. Okay. It wasn't part of the races available. It was like being tested. Would you call yourself, you know, Hispanic? <laughs> you know, it's just. It was it's, interesting. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but essentially, because because of where he's from, he could bring in uh, the demographic that doesn't see. A hero that looks like them, mm-hmm. uh, and get them into into comic books. Yeah, and he seemed like a, a younger character too. I mean, yeah, he's, he's been, a younger kid. He's been featured on uh, Brave and the Bold a lot. Yeah, not even Ted Cord version, but you know, he's he's kind of like Ultimate Spider Man, young high school age. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it has the you know a real ability to get kids you know into the DC nation. Yeah, know? absolutely, absolutely, and like of course. All of us, we support anything that can get more people into comic books, into any of these geeky oh, yeah. things. Because there's nothing wrong with what we like. Mm-hmm. What we like is, you know, as good as anything else out there. Sports or, you know, romantic novels. Like, yeah. like I had the conversation with my dad today. I was like, oh, yeah, one of my friends, he's probably playing video games right now. And he's like, well, is that a problem? And I'm like, well... It is when it's too much. No, yeah, everything in moderation. Because I told him, I was like, Dad, if you watched as much sports as this guy plays video games, <laughs> we'd have a conversation. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's that's hundred percent true. I love comic books. I love video it's true games with anything. And, and movies. And everything. Right. Yeah, everything but in moderation. I go to moderation. I I still go out. I still get drunk. Oh yeah, you do. You, you know, tell like, me all about it. I don't. I don't. You're like I'm going out with the ladies, and you do I don't the lock gun myself things. in. Yeah, my little gun move. <gasps> pew pew. Well, this is what, is this when you ask for permission to take a sister out? Uh, no, I don't he ask never for permission. Ask permission. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I just come home. So your sister just kind of calls no, you. No, no. I come home and I'm like, "What the fuck's this hack doing over here?" Because <gasps> <laughs> they always come to your place. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I always take her to Andrew's place just so she feels safe. Make him, yeah, she feels safe, and it just makes Andrew uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> it's a win-win. Well, you showed up the other day with bare feet on. Yeah, dude, I love those things. Yeah. It's just weird. I think, didn't awesome. my dad give you shit for it, though? Uh, he chuckled, though. Yeah. Your he, mom really he, liked your it. Your dad! 
I mean, honestly, your dad giving people shit is... It's just... It's just part of that. Yeah, my dad's exactly... It, it's yeah. that generation. It's just... You walk in, expect at least 20 minutes of shit, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then you're okay. Yeah. He's of that's, the sarcastic uh, yeah, that's generation. That's how you know everything's okay. We're kind of the ironic generation. Oh, God. Yeah, it's so... It, Man. Fucking hate that shit. Don't you think? Oh, you motherfucker. Oh, I threw it in there. You thought you could get by. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch. Explain this. Uh, there was a song, isn't it ironic? And she said, Don't you think? Mm. Terrible pun. Terrible, terrible. It was, it was so bad, one. I, I 100% just did not get it. Oh, then it was terrible. Would, would that make it a cobble pot? Yeah, it would make it a cobble Man, pot. We forgot about the cobble pot. You, oh, was that co- you knew what it was. I knew what it was. He, he didn't. Know. He didn't, and I didn't. Two like it. against one. No, he didn't know what it no, was. You have I didn't like it. No, no. So that's two against two. It has to be not known. There has to be like an overwhelming not known. But it was also bad jokes too. It was references nobody got, yeah. and they're bad jokes. No, no, it was references that nobody got, and then we explained it to them. Hey, I'll pull up hey. the game tape. I mean, honestly, at this point, like I think I think it works. Is there a flag for both. Play? A cobble pot is for a terrible joke that no one gets, or a reference that no one understands. Well, usually but it's see, always a joke. The, the underlining was, thing, though, was, in both of that was that no one gets. And you got it. No, it was two things. No, it's, it's a terrible things. joke that no one got. Right, well, we'll see or about that. nobody got it. We'll see about Cobble that. Cobble pot. It totally wasn't. It was awesome. It was terrible. They get one chuckle from one listener. Let's, win. let's, let's make a poll, all right? Who likes Andrew's puns? No, there's people that like Andrew's puns. I, I know. Let's take he's, a poll. He's got, he's got support. Yes, I, I got my po- pun support. Yeah, he's got his pun people. Oh, actually, I think uh, Ralph Garman said it best. He said, you're part of the punzer division. And I'm like, that's ah, me. <laughs> Drew was like, that's amazing. He's like, I want a badge. I actually did. I was like, man, I wonder if Anthony's going to hear this and text me. Hey, you're part of the punzer division. We wouldn't give you that honor. Well, uh, if, uh, if you like Andrew's puns... <laughs> or if you like anything else on this podcast, then go ahead and like us on Facebook. You can find us there, Comic Issues. You can follow us on Twitter, Comic Issues Pod, there. You can subscribe to our YouTube account, where we have all of our videos from conventions and any random kind of things we happen to make on the run, including, hopefully, some videos for the Star Wars release in February. Watching everyone, like, walk out of there. I forgot how bad oh, that God. was. <laughs> Why was it 3D? Oh, my gosh. We should, okay, we need Why to get one person dressed up like Jar Jar to run around. Yeah. <laughs> Not Jar Jar. No, yeah, just to remind everyone. No, just... a Jawa. <laughs> well, Jawas no, we like are acceptable. Yeah, we like Jawas. I'm uh, thinking, that's what I'm saying. Well, no, I'm, I'm trying like, to... hype the crowd up. You can also email any of your comments, any of, uh, any of your suggestions for podcast topics to our email address, comicissues at gmail.com. Darren has to dress Lexi up as a little Jawa. Oh, that would be adorable. That would be cute. That'd be adorable. Oh, we got to right, yeah, tell him. We, we got to work on him. We got to tell him. But then he'll be like, he'll want to he'll spend like $1,000 to get an authentic <laughs> Jawa belt. <laughs> that Jawa belt's not authentic. Oh, oh, the gloves are coming in. They're coming from a third world try, country. We're, we're gonna try and get the laird to uh, dress up for this too. Yeah, yeah, we got to. I want to. Yeah, I mean, you not, man. Need to see how many people we can get dressed up in this. Uh, well, the connections, the people that we're talking to, we're gonna. We may see a very full line of well dressed. Yeah, Star, uh, Star Wars, Wars people. I know who you're talking to. Man. Yes, and uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe to us on iTunes to make sure you never miss a comic issues podcast. Um, or any Comic Issues podcast, including the Movie Issues podcast. Uh, and while you're there, why don't you tap the stars? You know, three or more, yeah. maybe five. Give us a review, that'd be yeah. nice. Little little comment box, just say your most favorite thing about Comic Issues. Yeah, puns. 
Definitely. Or witty banner. Puns, 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 puns. I, I really want to get an actual poll started. We'll Just start so a, I can see, like, if, if they win... If you, you know, if everyone's we have like, to shut up. Andrew Puns, I'm like, okay, I'll accept we, that. We just have to shut up. You know, it. I don't want you padding the numbers either, Drew. So oh, it came to his head. He was like, oh, yeah. I just said so I tweet out to my uh, almost 200 followers. Hey, why don't you shut up? <laughs> I'm trying here. Yeah, how's I'm, your Google search going? I'm, I'll cut you so deep. <laughs> I like how this so is, deep. I like how this is the thing. <laughs> It's the one thing I know I can go to every single time that just riles them up. In all fairness, up. in all fairness, there are many more Anthony Silvas in the world. I'm yeah, sure. I'm 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 probably the only Anthony Silva with a podcast. I, I get I'm that. Just saying, I'm, I get that. I just there are other Anthony high. Silvas that are attorneys and stuff too, though. There's a soccer now, player Drew too. He does pretty over good. Here only has so many people to contend with. Was it? No, actually, there thing? is another Andrew Pline apparently. Yeah, another Andrew, Andrew Pline. Remember how we how we were trying to end a podcast five minutes ago? Oh, yeah. Yay. I remember that. Goodbye! Not yet! <laughs> of course, you can always uh, check up on the website, www.comic-issues.com, where all the articles, all the podcasts, everything that we do, um, they all post there. So, now we can say goodbye, all right? We love you. We love we love all, all right. our listeners. Um, be sure to keep track of uh, what we got going on, the contest coming up, where you don't have to do anything, yeah. but the more Just fans win. that we have... The more fans that we have, the more winners we're going to get, the more art that's going to be put up that everyone gets to enjoy. So I guess the big uh, the big idea behind this is if you want to increase your chances of getting a render, spread the word. Just just tell your friends. Tell your parents. Tell your kids. Open up multiple iTunes accounts and subscribe and multiple Twitter wow. and Facebooks. Don't, and don't, just don't do that. Add the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't you know do what? That. If, if you want to win, make multiple uh, Twitter and, and Facebook so does each one of Darren's clones. I brought him in. You son of a... Each one of Darren's clones. We almost made it. We almost made it. He had everyone. You want to pad the numbers, my friend. Yeah, that's 300 right there. Yeah. Easy Tonight we die in hell. I'm just saying. It's a special joke. He just can't throw it out every time. Hey, hey. I thought that was gold, sir. That was awesome. You got to let it sit in the back I don't know. I think I want to have a poll on that one. That's right. See if anyone liked that one. <laughs> Alright, so until next week, I'm Anthony Silva. I'm Derek. And this is Andrew. And we will see you later.